December 25th, 2018. It was our first Christmas in our new million dollar home. I checked all the boxes that promised me real freedom. I had a booming business, reaping fans, money, assets. And yeah, I was still sitting there on the couch pretending that I was watching that Christmas movie with my family while I was choking down the poison of anxiety. I still felt like that desperate kid who would take her clothes off for money. The kid who nearly overdosed to try to prove her worth to her friends. The kid that got pregnant at 19. I felt stuck. Like I was stuck in the sands of time. I did all the right things. All the things that promised me freedom. And it didn't add up. I realized a few things. I was still checking someone else's box. This was going to be an inside job. And... I would do whatever it took to never feel that way again. Consider this podcast the rebranded, revamped, cool-ass version of Alternative School. Alternative School for the unruly entrepreneur. This is for the innovators, the creators, the world changers, the service-minded, and those who want the details on how to create a business that really truly finally fucking sets you free i'm your host andrea crowder and welcome to the unruly entrepreneur podcast let's go to the show You guys are going to love this topic today. So I was talking to a friend last week who is also a musician and working on a new song. And they asked if I wanted to hear what they were working on so far. And of course I said, yes. So, so far it was just instrumental. And I asked, do you have lyrics yet? Because as I was listening to the melody, I could almost like see pictures of a storyline that went with it. And they said, not yet. The melody tends to create the words which is exactly what I was experiencing as I was listening to it. And I asked a clarifying question, which was so interesting because it was something, a topic that I was literally writing about that day. And I said, so what you're saying is the essence of the wrong, the song writes itself. And they replied, inspiration is an elusive mistress. The muse never wants to be had. And I was like, I love that so much. (laughs) And I replied, the muse never wants to be had, but she wants to be heard, seen, felt, tasted, smelled, and her story to be told. The point of inspiration is not to have the muse. The point of inspiration is to let the muse have us. This is the process of creation. And this is why I feel like it's so much fun and why I couldn't imagine doing anything other than entrepreneurship. Because when you are able to surrender yourself to that level of like inspiration and creativity and just like let that flow through you instead of trying to do it, it's a totally different experience. I was um, working with a private client a couple of weeks ago and she jumps on and she's squealing and she's like, Andrea, I have to tell you, I could not go to bed until like blah, blah, blah o'clock in the morning. I can't remember what she said, but she's like, 
I was up so late, like writing notes, this new program is coming through and she started telling me about it and I'm just listening to her. And it's so interesting because it was so similar to what I was also channeling, but the way that we teach and like the different concepts that we teach are so wildly different. And I, I texted her, I was like, oh my God, I have to show you something. Obviously like the universe, the world, like the energy of this world really wants this particular story to be told because it's like this muse is like floating around both of us and like coming through both of us at the same time. And I sent her a text and I showed her some artwork that Dejan, my brand artist, and I had um, been working on for a new program that's coming out soon. And she and I and her and I are like, holy fuck. <laughs> But we were just going back and forth and like riffing on like what a sexy topic this is going to be. And so it's going to be so amazing. And by the end of it, we're both just like so turned on by like the whole topic, the whole conversation. And I remember saying to her, just like totally off the cuff and sarcastically, I was like, if you don't want to fuck it, fuck yourself and fuck the world thinking about it, you did it wrong. And she like stopped and stared at me and she's like, yes. (laughs) It's so funny when you're like, have a platonic relationship with someone, but you have like such a sexual relationship with someone. (laughs) To most people that doesn't make sense, but her and I were like so activated by all of it. And while I totally get that that's dramatic, right? Like we're not literally fucking our offers, obviously. (laughs) But I was actually just reading um, an article on the Mind Body Green website and it was saying many believe sexual energy is akin to creative energy and that it can be harnessed and transformed to help us in other areas of our life, such as fitness or art. Just as sex can physically bring new life, channeling that energy can bring you new life in a spiritual and energetic sense. And that is like the message of my soul. Like when we are creating something that just feels like this huge, like burst of energy in life, like we're so turned on by our own creations that it is inevitable that other people will be too. And that's what starts to make sales and marketing so fun and so easy. And most people are like, I don't know how to sell. I need to learn copy and all of this. And I'm like, look, if you know how to like send dirty texts, you can write copy. And I don't mean that they actually have to be dirty and sexual. I mean, they need to be descriptive because if you've ever sent a text like that, you have to use, you have to engage all of someone's senses, right? And that's what I meant when I was talking about the muse doesn't want to be had, but she wants to be seen, felt, tasted, smelled, and her story to be told, right? And so it's engaging all five of those senses. So how is it that we can, through our um, through our creative process, start to obsess over how to engage every single one of our ideal customer's senses, starting with ourself, when we are engaged, And we are obsessed and we are turned on by how we create, by how we brand, by how we sell and how we serve our offers, our audience. By proxy, 
will be too. It's fucking contagious. Why is it that you think that we go to movies, right? People go to movies because they want to feel something. They want to laugh. They want to cry. They want to jump out of their seats. They want to feel romance, right? They want to check out of their lives and they want to feel something different. Why is it that people go to restaurants? They want to taste new flavors, see a different aesthetic, but it's always to feel something different. That's why people spend. That's why people invest, especially in a coach, especially in a digital offer. And that's mostly what I'm talking about right now, um, just because that's been like so top of mind. Um, I'm not talking about like creating merch, although like that, I mean, this gets, this gets translated in, into anything and really like what I, I want to inspire people to do is to lean back and let the muse, let the inspiration just start to tell the story of our offers through us, surrendering ourselves to it and see what happens when we stop trying to make magic, lean back and see what happens when we just let it flow through us. It's a wild experience and business is so freaking fun. And in fact, the reason that the Unruly Entrepreneur brand has grown over 350% all year long is because we are so turned on ourselves by what it is that we're creating, how we create, how we brand, how we sell, and how we serve, what the offer is, that the, that the customer, we get messages all the time of people saying, I don't even know what that is, but I want it. <laughs> the second that the, the branding, the second that the aesthetic it's not even branding. I don't even want to use the word branding because all branding is, is creating an emotional connect connection with someone. Most people are looking at branding as like, what's the right color palette? What's trendy? What's logo? What the logo is, what the fonts are. I look at a font as a way to continue to express the emotion, the message that the offer, aka the muse is trying to communicate through me. So I don't have to sit there and think like, well, let me see what's trending. Let me see what, you know, this person did and this person did and like see what I'm like. And what happens when when we go down that rabbit hole of research and we see like what's super popular, what what are other people doing? And honestly, what we're mostly looking at is who's the most successful, who's making sales, what's converting. Conversion, the reason that it's converting for them is because they're not asking the question, what's converting? They're just insanely turned on, activated. And I'm using, I'm using the word turned on because like the analogy of like feeling orgasmic about something that you're excited about really translates. Most people understand that. Hopefully you've had an orgasm at least once in your life. If not, as some podcast recommendations for you <laughs> and maybe it's like some trauma healing or something like that, but well, let's not go off track. <laughs> you know how I do. Like, let's talk about our daddy issues and see what we need to solve. No, that's what we're talking about today. This is the fun stuff, but it makes sense. Right. And what I want to see is more people almost like jumping out of their seat. So fucking obsessed with what they're creating, how they're creating it, how they're selling it, how they're serving it to the point where 
you say things like I do when I'm looking, I'm having a, a meeting with my team and I'm like, I don't give a fuck if anybody signs up for this because I just think it's it's so good that I just want other people to like taste it, smell it, see it, hear it, experience it. If someone buys also, sweet. <laughs> cool. That'd be great. Because obviously the offer is something that will be transformational for them. And I want to see someone have that transformation. I want to see what happens in someone's face and their posture and their voice and their eyes when they have that transformation that I know that we're selling, of course. But in the sales process, I'm so just focused on being deeply obsessed with what we're saying, how we're saying it. Um, how we're presenting it, how we're using color and texture and certain words and, and imagery to be able to get somebody to see something. So maybe your assignment today, maybe your call to action is go send your partner or someone <laughs> download Hinge or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what the apps are. I'm only saying that word because somebody at the bar said it the other night. I have no idea what the apps are, but go download an app somewhere and just find someone to like practice sending dirty texts to because man, if you're going to start to, if you're going to start to activate them, you know, you're doing a job and then take that energy and go translate it into something, (laughs) something for your business. There's your assignment. There's your practice. I bet nobody's ever told you to go send dirty texts as your assignment to like becoming um, an exceptional offer creator, marketer, and entrepreneur. (laughs) But I can guarantee you that if you can start to take one little thing, like slow, oh, go grab like a dirty romance book. And notice how these authors start to describe like how someone like smells and like the way somebody might like slowly, ever so slowly start to lean in and drop their voice and whisper in someone's ear and maybe slowly begin to just brush their lip to it. (laughs) I didn't practice that. (laughs) So there's your assignment. (laughs) Thanks for getting awkward with me, guys. You know how I roll. I'm down to just say whatever, whatever it takes to just help you guys get it. And what I really want you to get um, is that this gets to be a whole nother world of an experience to where it is so much, you are way more focused and driven by pleasure than pressure. And that's what I see so fucking rampant in the world of entrepreneurship when we have these beautiful creatives, these people who come in with, with who are true visionaries. And there's just so much information flying at us all the time that creates a sense of like competition and um, am I far enough and like all of this programming that starts to pop up and make us feel all this physical intense pressure. And it doesn't have to be that way. I exist to be the embodiment of that. I will not create from that space. It doesn't mean that I don't experience it sometimes. I just know how to move it. And I certainly don't decide from it. I decide from the energy of just leaning back and letting this inspiration just completely have me and tell me what it wants. (laughs) Tell me how it likes it. It makes it so much easier to create that way. 
you're so much more satisfied. And I guarantee you, your audience will be too. Um, I've gotten a ton of messages even today because, you know, we've had a lot of new podcasts coming out. Sorry, there's no schedule on this, but I just kind of record whenever that muse grabs me. (laughs) So as I said, I am a true like living embodiment of this belief system and of this practice. But I've had a lot of people message and say, you know, like I've been listening to you now and then some old content of yours from quite some time ago. And even just hearing the tonality of your voice is so different. And it's just like, obviously it's a lot of healing. You guys know I practice what I preach when it comes to like rapid resolution therapy and trauma healing and all of that stuff. So there's a lot of healing. And also I'm just more inspired than I've ever been before because I've just leaned back so far into it. And I don't have to the pressure I don't have to wait for the pressure to drive me to create. The pleasure drives me to create. And it's so much more of a sustainable fuel source. And that is what I really, really look forward to every entrepreneur being able to experience through this process of creation, selling, branding, all of it. And look, I fully recognize that there's even other parts of business that don't necessarily feel like pleasure to you. You might have like one or two zones of genius that are like, yeah, I really actually do love doing this. And then maybe it's like email funnels, marketing, you know, stuff like that, where you're like, "Mm, not so much. Every single person on my team is on my team because their eyes roll in the back in the back of their head when they think about like the position that they work. I'm like, how is it that we're still on all these sexual innuendos? Can't help it. Um, (laughs) I'm hearing like Ariana Grande's positions in my, (laughs) in my head now. But I mean, it's just like the culture of our team. If it's not something that's like truly activating you, truly turning you on, like throw the ball to someone else. Someone is going to enjoy that process. So like start to collect those people who are really, really turned on by things that you're not. I always use this example because I'm such a creative. And then, you know, you guys have probably heard Lorelai, who's my COO, um, chief operations officer, who sometimes will add an outro to the podcast, but organization, structure, email funnels, you should see her eyes. (laughs) She freaks out. She's so excited about it. And I'm just like, I feel so drained energetically thinking about all those little details. And she's wildly turned on by it to the point where sometimes she's staying up late working on shit like that. And she'll like show up to my house with these little organized folders and say, look at all these email funnels I made. Just sit there and read them and approve them. And all I have to do is just be in my creative flow and be like, I love that. Don't love that so much toss that in there. And like, I just get to respond to it. This is the world that I'm building for myself. And I promise you guys, I'm going to leave the little breadcrumbs behind my path and bring you with me if you so choose to stay on this journey with me. So I love you guys. I hope you enjoyed the playfulness of this podcast. Hello, Libra season we just entered into, which means we are looking at things that are beautiful and aesthetic and um, 
questioning and remembering like our principles and what we stand for and starting to look for like two sides of the story and trying to understand people and look for a little bit more like quality in life. And it's just like such a fun time to, to play also in the beauty within ourselves and then also externally. And I know it's really, really easy. Like our brains are totally primed and programmed to look for the things that are problems. And we have to choose to override that. And the way that I do that is by zooming in on the things that are really, really beautiful in my life. The things I feel really grateful for, the things that are just insanely aesthetically pleasing, the things um, just that cause a different experience and emotion. So take a little bit of space for yourself. Maybe create a little beauty nook in your your house or um, go try a new restaurant, slow sip a beautiful glass of wine. Oh, that sounds so good. I'm like going to finish recording podcasts and go grab myself a super delicious glass of wine. I don't drink a lot. I do love to slow sip a glass of red. That's a turn on to me. (laughs) So that is what I'm inviting you into. Slow, savor, enjoy, lean back, and just let that muse have you. And if you need a little help with that, just a little heads up, I may have something coming. So go ahead and check the show notes of this. And I'm not going to tell you completely what it is yet, but you're going to want to be on the wait list to be the first to hear. I love you guys. 